0: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.
2: Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker.
1: I'm Maggie Hewitt.
2: And... We have more Goop news this week. Well, there's
1: always more Goop yeah. news. um it's been a good week for Goop.
2: I a think bad yeah. week
1: for the world, but a good oh week god. for Goop.
2: Yeah, they're sliding in between these hurricanes and yeah. And, and, oh uh, my god. Trying to distract us with their overpriced products. Um, what do we want to talk about first?
1: Okay. Well, I don't know. I guess should we talk about uh, the magazine? Yeah. Okay, so the biggest Goop news is that the Goop paper magazine is finally available for pre-order.
2: Glossy, Condé Nast, ninety-six pages. Ninety-six
1: pages, just a hair longer than an an average New Yorker. Yeah,
2: that's like a good a good hefty size.
1: I would say that's slight for
2: for like a fashion magazine for it's slight. a
1: fifteen dollar quarterly magazine. <laughs> I would say that's slight. <laughs>
2: that's true. I mean, as we all know, when it comes to goop, price is no object. Of course. Uh, so, well, of course I pre-ordered it. You pre-ordered it. it. I, that, this is the thing I would buy because I did buy it. Oh,
1: okay. See, I'm waiting because, I mean, it wasn't my thing I would buy, but I guess it should have been. But I, I'm waiting because I said it's going to be available on newsstands. I'm like, I want to go get it at Go the store. It. See,
2: I want to be the first person to get it, okay. like a new Apple product. And I was afraid because I, I do that – um texture.com yeah. where you just can, but I don't think it'll be on there. It's too
1: good. I hope it won't be on, be on there because then I'll feel like I
2: wasted. So, okay. So it's $15 plus obviously I didn't make the $50 goop, um, price limit for free shipping. So it's 595 for shipping Brian, plus two, something for taxes. So it was, it, was ended, it was like 22 or $23. See
1: Brian, that was a mistake, but also that's the other thing. Cause it's like, I want to just subscribe to it and you also can't do that. Oh, best. I don't know. This is,
2: I don't think this is a type of magazine where you can subscribe to it.
1: (laughs) No, I don't think it's that type of magazine. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I think, first of all, that would just be, like, a complicated infrastructure for them to do. And I don't Mm -hmm. think they can handle that amount of, like... I don't think
1: they can handle having a magazine. I mean, 96 pages.
2: I mean, and also, like, it did take me, like, a half hour to be able to order it.
1: (laughs) I mean, Vanity Fair is, like, 150, 200 pages.
2: Yeah, but they've been doing this a long time. But
1: they do it monthly. And they've been making goop for a long time. That's and I true. feel like one of those stupid interviews with the tools guys is like ninety six pages.
2: Uh well this one is gonna have it's gonna be they're gonna talk about crystals. Yeah. They're gonna have recipes. I
1: can't wait for the recipes. Uh,
2: and then there's a big, apparently a big uh, interview with GP.
1: Yeah, which I'm like not as interested no, in. I who mean, cares? not to be a bitch, I love GP, but it's like when she all she talks about is like you know her brand and like what it's like to be a CEO and like what kind of makeup she uses and stuff. And it's like it's great, but it's like I just want just tell me what to buy. Yeah, there's not
2: gonna be anything juicy in this interview. No. Um, and then the uh, cover is Gwyneth. So
1: good. It's, it's I good, love but,
2: it. So it's Gwyneth. Covered, like, head to toe, covered in mud.
1: Yeah, like a clay. Like, it looks like a, a, you know, like a body mask or something.
2: But she's not naked.
1: She's got, you can see, there's She
2: has undies. (laughs) And I'm like, you gotta go for it and be naked. Yeah, you gotta be naked
1: on the cover. But I just like the, on it, it has, like, this really pretty, very goopy font. And it says, Earth Earth to to Gwyneth. And it's like, Yeah. She doesn't give a fuck. She told you that if you want to come for her, you need to bring her your A-game, and you didn't. She did, except for the underpants. Uh,
2: It's so great. It's so ballsy. Like, even Oprah wasn't charging $15 a quarter for her magazine. And, no,
1: and Oprah was wearing a lot more than underpants. <laughs> yeah. I love you, Oprah. I'm sorry. Was that rude?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. So, well, we'll see. I will be the first person to own it. I'm probably the only pre-order.
1: Yeah, I wasn't going to pre-order it also for that reason, because I was like, I bet this is going to cost a bunch of money, and I don't want to order it from Goop. I want to get it from, like, a...
2: What Store. newsstand? Where?
1: I don't know the one on like by Fairfax.
2: Okay, so you're gonna drive all the <laughs> way to Fairfax. I don't know. So I'll sure. go
1: get a go to the bagel broker. maybe yeah, see it. what's going on at the Grove. Make a day of make it. Make a day of it.
2: Um, because it's definitely I did check on Amazon. It's definitely not on Amazon.
1: No.
2: Uh, yeah. Well, supposedly it's coming out next week.
1: I think next week. Yeah. So we'll same
2: see. as the new Apple phone.
1: Yeah, they're gonna be like equally long lines around totally, the
2: block. and like, oh, well. It was exciting. I'm excited that it's actually happening. I'm excited too, I, and
1: I want to like. I can't wait to look at the pictures. I want to like cut them out and make like a very scary decoupage. Like I'm just <laughs> really excited to like hold it in my hands and just like be like, "This is this is goop. Goop is real, and goop is in my home now."
2: I mean, I never buy physical objects. Like I do most of my books through Kindle, and my magazines are all texture. Well, now
1: you do texture, but yeah. Well, I have like a bucket of magazines. I get. I, I used use to, all and I just straight, straight into
2: paper. the recycling bin.
1: But you get them.
2: I now they're all sort of falling away because I'm letting all my subscriptions die because of texture. I think there's still a couple that come to me, but yeah.
1: I love a real magazine and I don't like reading it on like a tablet.
2: I mean, yeah, like it's, but my, well, I have an iPad that's very old, so it takes like years to load stuff, but it's a nice size. And then I got a Kindle Fire Which is a little too small for magazines.
1: I have a Kindle Fire too. Same thing. Too small. But um, I don't know. And also it's like you can't open the perfume things and smell them. That's
2: true. Oh yeah. I guess I don't really read fashion magazines.
1: The only one I read like that is Vanity Fair. Vanity
2: Fair. Well, the thing that really got me to do texture. Sorry, this is not about Goop at all. But
1: it is about magazines. Yeah.
2: So a, a New Yorker subscription is like $100 a year. So
1: expensive. And
2: texture is $100 a year. And you get the New Yorker plus 4,000 other magazines.
1: That makes sense. But so it's know. like the price
2: of one magazine. I can get all the magazines.
1: It's true. Um,
2: except it doesn't have like... I wanted like nerdy... I wanted like a nerdy film magazine, like Film Comment or like Sight and Sound. And it doesn't have those.
1: Okay. I don't read stuff like
2: that anyway. Um Cinema. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what that is. Uh, um. It doesn't have that. But yeah, it pretty much has everything else. And not Goop, obviously. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, well, I will be getting it in physical form, like, I get all my magazines, and we're excited. Okay, but there's other news, too. Yes. Well, there's, um, diet, there's there's Cleanse Corner. (laughs) Aggie
2: and Brian's Cleanse Fast Corner. So,
1: we're fasting, as you know, um, I am doing something a little differently which is like actually just bad which is just that I'm only I'm not doing it well I did it one day this week but I'm not I I'm not doing the second day this week because, like, I just started to get stressed out about it, and I was, like, trying to work out more, and I couldn't go... I was, like, I can't work out and fast, and, you know, it turned into this whole thing. And I was, like, you know what? I'm just going to take the rest of the week off. I'm not going to worry about it. I'll start fresh next week if I want to.
2: I think that's fine. Like, I... You don't really have any weight to lose. That is
1: so nice. That, by the way, that's the second time Brian said it's that, It's true! I it. <laughs> it's not totally true, uh, but I like to hear it.
2: I, you know, I wouldn't mind losing, like, maybe 15 pounds, so I think... I'm going to do it I'm going to still do it twice a week but it's it's hard it's not as easy as I thought it was going to be. Oh, by the way, I also bought this like Kindle single that they advertised to me. Oh yeah. Um it was 2.99 and it was by this British woman that was called like Why is fasting so hard? <laughs> and so she it was like a pep talk about like how sometimes fasting is hard for certain people yeah. and she kept saying like well as you know being a greedy person yeah. like she she kept calling herself greedy and saying her readers was like there's no way I'm gonna like diet or like me you know I'm always gonna eat food because I'm so greedy oh my
1: god that is so sick. it was
2: so great I read it all and it was like a 100 pages I read oh it all god, in, in one, one sitting yeah like last it was it was so inspirational just to drinking me drinking
1: up that because she like was talking about how
2: guilt. much she loves like like little chocolates and candies like she's this British woman but she's doing it her oh. thing what made her able to do it better was oh because she was doing it it just wasn't like she wasn't losing that much weight. Mm-hmm. So she's doing now the 5-2 fasting plus the, like, every day 16 hours fast. Oh, or not and 16. 5-2? Yeah, was it 16? No, maybe it's only 12 or something. But, yeah, she's, like, doing that on the days that she eats regularly. She's still not eating from, like, 7 to 7 or something. 7 huh. p.m. to 7 a.m. Yeah. Which doesn't seem... that's a, honestly doesn't seem that hard.
1: No, it doesn't seem that
2: hard. Uh, but she said that made a difference. So maybe I'll try that, too. Because, like, I, I did lose... Like, three pounds the first week, and then the last couple weeks, I've stayed the same.
1: I don't weigh myself, so I don't know. But I have been doing... So, I actually noticed the first day this week was actually really easy for me. It wasn't hard at all, and it's been getting easier. So, it was kind of weird that I was like, I'm not going to do it for the rest of the week. But it was just... um, I don't even remember exactly what I did, but basically, I just ate, like, once, and that was it. Mm. And I was pretty... And it was, like, around dinner time... Oh, but you know what I did that was really bad? I saved 150 calories so I could have a skinny girl margarita.
2: That's great. Why not? Because
1: you're allowed you're like, to do that. I, yeah, it doesn't say you can't. Yeah, and it does say
2: like we highly recommend you don't drink alcohol. Yeah,
1: but I don't take that <laughs> advice. I mean, I did it. Maybe that was why I didn't work out the rest of the week. I don't know. But I ate that goop gene thing that I'm going to talk about in a minute and just the skinny girl margarita.
2: And that was 500 calories? Yeah. That's great. It was good. Uh... And I think this is actually a good sign. I don't really remember... Because I fasted on Tuesday and I'm fasting again today. Yeah. I don't really remember what I ate on Tuesday. That's good. Uh, I think I I did have some like ground turkey because I have leftovers which I'll, i'm gonna eat tonight but the detail usually i like have a photographic memory when it comes to my meals but i think it's actually healthy that i like sort of don't remember what yeah I, I think
1: that's kind of healthy too actually because yeah. it's like that's the point is like you're like trying to get rid of the obsession yes. with like food by like you're not
2: which is this is the it. worst way to get rid of the obsession of eating well of like,
1: we're obsessed with every diet and what we eat i mean and like yeah. recipes like and i know
2: because i am very greedy. Oh my god! <laughs> that I'm never not gonna be obsessed with. Like, there's no way that I can just be the type of person that just like the pounds fly off because I forget to eat or like I don't care what I eat. Like, that's just not me. So I think this is fine.
1: I mean, I've done that in my life, but I feel like that those days are behind me. But it's like I'm trying to get back to be that kind of person where it's like, you know, you're just like too busy or like yeah, you just yeah, eat yeah. like once that day because you're forgetting about it, and it's like that's when you feel like so like. French and cool right. and like, I I've been there. I have done it. But where am I there right now? No. Yeah.
2: Can you imagine being busy? I can't <laughs> remember the last time I was busy. Well,
1: I'm like, I think I'm busy. You're busy, yeah.
2: Um, You're busier than I am. But
1: I'm not that busy.
2: Um. All right. <laughs> I like would love to be busy at some point in my life.
1: You'll be you're busy. Yeah, yeah I'm busy enough. You're well you're you got that pre cooked roast chicken a couple weeks ago, so oh, I know right. you must have been busy. Oh right, then. busy boy. Busy boy. Uh
2: okay. Oh, so let's talk about our well you s- talked about the testing okay, you wanna talk yeah. about more detail? Yes Okay.
1: Okay. I'm so excited. Okay, so let me go. So get this was Monday this. night? This was Monday. We both no,
2: had goopy dinners goopy Monday night. Dinners. Yeah. It was either
1: Monday, I it might have been Sunday, I don't know. Okay. It was like at the beginning of the week. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I wanted to make this, um, I, I've been like kind of off meat. Like I haven't really been wanting to eat meat the last couple of weeks, but I have like a freezer full of frozen chicken breasts. Like I have so mm. much chicken breast in there. And I was like, I just, I'm not going to throw it out and be like, I'm vegan now or something. I'm just going to eat this cause I have it and I paid for it. And those chickens already died and stuff. Oh yeah. So whatever. So I, um, I was like, I just have to figure out what to do with these chicken breasts. I was like, I bet Goop has a good, I I just decided I wanted to do it like slow cooker shredded chicken. And was there a Goop recipe for it? And oh my God, there was. And it was so good. And it was another Mediterranean thing because the Mediterranean turkey meatballs are my favorite Goop recipe. They're so good. But Brian has been off ground turkey for some reason. Brian, one, Aggie's
2: boyfriend, Brian. My not boyfriend, me, Brian.
1: not you. You've been very into ground turkey. I,
2: that's like all I eat now. It's great. Yeah. Um,
1: so I'm like, all right, so I can't do the turkey meatballs. Um, can I put these, somehow get these flavors into this chicken thing I'm like dr- daydreaming about making? Quick Google search. Yes, the exact same thing exists. Oh. So it's just all of the medits or the Greek or whatever the hell it is. Moroccan seasonings like cumin and... You're supposed to use preserved lemon, but I just used lemon zest. I well, I just used all the juice of a lemon and oh. then the whole lemon peel. Oh wow! And then I like pulled it out once it was done cooking, and it was like it really worked. And um yeah, and then of course I always take out like the more like you're supposed to put saffron in it. That's a really expensive seasoning. I didn't have any, so I just like skipped it. It yeah. wasn't a big deal. You never
2: need to put saffron and stuff.
1: No, so it's like I just like take out the more like lavish or expensive or hard to find. It's like preserved Lemon. I You can get it at Whole Foods. It'd probably be like, I think it's like four bucks or something for yeah, a preserved yeah, yeah. Lemon. It's like, I don't it's, think I've
2: ever used one.
1: I mean, I've bought them before. I don't remember what I did with it. I think I just like wanted it because uh-huh. it looked cool at Whole Foods. But um, yeah, I just, the, the whole lemon totally worked. Oh, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go totally insane. I threw in a can of chickpeas and like half a bag of kale and I made it like a whole thing. Ooh. And it was really good. And I've been eating it all week.
2: That sounds... Wait, is it over, like, rice or any starch or no starch? I
1: made um, turmeric rice. Oh, yum. Which was also really easy. I got this, like, turmeric ghee from Trader Joe's. I've seen that. Oh, my God. I made, like, a pilaf with the rice. Oh, wow. With, like, just, like, plain basmati rice. It was so good. But I wouldn't... It was, like, not, like, healthy, but it was. I ate it over that.
2: Yeah. I feel like on a non-fast day, you should have... Which is every day for me. (laughs) Uh... That's really exciting. It was
1: really thrilling. And I highly recommend their slow, the Goop Moroccan Slow Cooker Chicken. I was kind of surprised to see a slow cooker recipe from Goop, but they had a lot.
2: They do them. They have those, and they have, they don't, have they done pressure cooker recipes?
1: Yeah, well, they, of course, did an Instant Pot. Oh, yeah,
2: because they had their fancy Instant Pot that cost twice as much as a real Instant Pot.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I never use a slow cooker because I have that pressure cooker, yeah. and I are like, Fast, baby. I like fast better than slow. Um, So while you were telling that story, which I was listening to, I also, it all came back to me. What I ate on my Monday fast (laughs) day was the ground turkey. But the main attraction was I made cauliflower rice from scratch. Oh my God, that
1: is a huge... I've done that from, through Goop, by the way. I want to hear about yours. And tell me what you put in it and tell me everything.
2: It's so good. According to me, it was good. John... Did not say he did not like it, but he also only ate, like, one bite of it. What? That's... Okay. Uh, so, okay. So, I bought a fancy food processor a couple months ago because we had an old gift certificate from after we got married from William sonoma that we hadn't nice. used. So, I bought this beautiful food processor, like, two months ago, put it in my cupboard, literally have not opened it since then. Of course. Uh, so, then I was like, okay... I was like, I need something to distract me because I'm starving to death. Yeah. I'm going to make cauliflower rice from scratch. And I had a cauliflower. So this food processor has so many different functions. So many, It was like so complicated.
1: Yeah. Can I just ask yeah, you yeah. a question? So this was the day that you you were fasting while you did this? Or you did this like to prepare for your No, fast?
2: this was during the fast. During this was the fast. Tuesday. Okay. Uh, I, I bought a cauliflower because I, I know like I always buy a col- cauliflower pretty much every week because I know that's like I can do something with it on a fast day. Love a cauliflower. Yeah. Um, so I had that cauliflower, and I was like, "I'm gonna do cauliflower rice," uh, and so yeah. So of course, as soon as I open the food processor, uh, it falls out of my hand, oh, no. and the top of it literally like a chunk of it flies off. Oh my god! Uh, but it it was fine. It's it still you still. It was just like the shit. The, but you
1: broke it. I did break it, okay. but it was
2: just the part where you're like put the um, like the food in, like the tube. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's the important part, though. But
2: it was right the the top of it, so.
1: So you still can put it in? Yeah, yeah. It was like, just yeah. it was just the corner
2: of the top of it is dent, is like broken. Okay. Uh other than that, yeah, and so this food processor has like twelve different blades. It's so it's so many parts, it's so crazy. So I just used the regular chopping blade. Yeah. Um and I figured out, you know, you have to lock it and lock it up here and lock it down there, and finally it'll work. Um and then I put a cauliflower in, and I don't know if I didn't do it right, but like, I don't think I maybe cut up the cauliflower small enough to begin with. Maybe. Because I had to, it, like, only half of it chopped up into, like, rice. And then the other half, I had to, like, take that out and then put the other half back in again. And I don't think that it should be oh, like that. Oh, I
1: think I had to, like, fuck with a little while yeah. I did it, too. I mean, it's just like you're grinding up a whole cauliflower. Yeah, I mean, yeah. come on. It takes a minute.
2: Um. So, anyway, finally got that. And then, so, yeah, then all I did was um, I, oh, I um sauteed an onion, And a ton of garlic. And I think this might be why John didn't like it so much. I love so much garlic on stuff. Um, And I probably use like six cloves of garlic. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, And then I sauteed an onion and six cloves of garlic in... I didn't really measure it, but I tried to do like not that much oil. Yeah. Like less than a tablespoon. Uh, yeah. And then you just put the cauliflower rice in Add I just added salt and pepper. I don't think I even added any other like spices or anything. Yeah. And then, oh, and then like a tablespoon of water.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then you cover it and then just let it cook for about seven minutes. Where's
1: the recipe from? Uh,
2: it was just online. I think it might've been like food 52 or something. Okay. It was one of those like basic, like how to make cauliflower to make rice it, recipes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was great. And so I had that with the ground turkey.
1: It's so good, the cauliflower rice. It
2: was it's really good and it and it is like you aren't sad like you know it's not real rice and you're not you're not like getting that carb fix, but you do it's like that thing of it's just good that there's something else on the plate besides the protein. And it like
1: kind of it feels like a carb sort of. Sort I mean, of. Well, enough. When I was when I had it I did it on the Goop cleanse and she has a recipe on there for like a I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like grated ginger and tamari and like maybe scallions or something. You kind of make like a fried rice style thing with it. Oh, that sounds good. So good.
2: Um, Yeah. I'm gonna try that again. I'm gonna yeah switch up the seasoning because now now I know how to do it. Now I sort of know how to work my food processor. Yeah. Um, And it's an all the other annoying thing about this food processor is just like we have no sort of counter space, so I have to like take it apart every time. If I just like had it on my counter. The whole time, I, I could I just, like, those plop stuff in it. Yeah. But it's, like, it's a little bit of a, an ordeal. But, yeah, it would turn out good, I thought. Yeah. Um, so, that was what I had Tuesday. But the night before, you when I wasn't oodies. fasting, I had the Oodies. This
1: is the breaking news that I really want to hear about. <sighs>
2: so I mean, there's not much to say. Like, it's it,
1: Apple's favorite gluten-free pizza.
2: Apple Martin Paltrow. Apple Paltrow Martin's favorite gluten-free pizza. It was in this or that. Volume, From whatever.
1: Volume Apple or yeah. something. Yeah.
2: Uh, hashtag Apple.
1: Which, by the way, I did find in my trash, in my spam. Oh, really? It's like, it's I don't know that somehow it's going to my spam. Anyway, that's Uh
2: cool. Yeah, and this is, um, so this was a night, it was like really hot that night, I remember, and I didn't want to cook. Um, so, yeah, John and I split the Udi's pizza and we also because it was like it's only really for one person yeah so we also split uh, a few uh Trader Joe's chicken taquitos which are also gluten-free because it's corn yeah tortillas yeah um yeah so it it's good it's like just as good as any other frozen pizza I feel like it's on the thin side yeah you do get like a little at the end of that like dry that sometimes comes with gluten-free crusts yeah but it's really hardly you have to really be thinking about it
1: you have to be like i'm eating something gluten free yeah if you're just gobbling it
2: down you probably don't know that it's um that it's gluten-free yeah and it had pepperoni on it it like it didn't taste like a health food really tasted like a i mean it's not as like it's not as like uh debaucherous as having you know a DiGiorno's double crust pizza or whatever.
1: Well, it's small. It's for apple. It's yeah. like for a little wave baby who's just like no gluten and you feel like a little princess while you eat. Totally.
2: It. Like if I ate the whole one and that was all I ate, I would feel like it was a satisfying but light dinner because it was about 600 calories, yeah. for, which for a guy I think is like on the lighter side for dinner. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think if it's especially if you're gluten free, it's good. And even if you're not, it is like a dollar or two more expensive than other frozen pizzas, but yeah, you could do worse. It wasn't bad.
1: I'm definitely gonna get my hands on one.
2: Um, yeah, they sell them at Whole Foods 365, and I imagine regular Whole Foods, and I probably like regular grocery stores. No, too. I
1: looked for it last night at Albertsons. Oh, really?
2: Yeah. They definitely have at the Whole Foods 365 by our place. They have, I think, just a plain one and a pepperoni one. I had the pepperoni, yeah. and it's real. Pe- it's like pork pepperoni. It's not like fake pepperoni. Oh
1: yeah, I mean, yeah. you can pepperoni's gluten free. You yeah. can
2: have that. Um. So that's, uh, yeah, that's Aggie and Brian's Diet Corner food news.
1: That's the food news.
2: And 20 minutes later, we'll start talking about Goop.
1: Okay. Uh, Yeah, the newsletter. I liked it.
2: I did too. I mean, look, we'd been uh, talking a lot about them backing away from their alternative health stuff. I was
1: afraid that this was going to be a regular thing for them.
2: They went... Uh, Yeah, they went full bore into...
1: Knees deep.
2: Into uh, chronic Lyme disease. One of
1: the sickest things I've ever read.
2: Which is, I mean, and it's one of the most controversial, like, diseases.
1: Yeah, because it's, like, one of those things that, like...
2: Literally most of the medical community does not believe that it's a real thing. Don't,
1: yeah. Some people don't. I... Do you think it's real?
2: I do. I think that... I do think it's real. And I, I can't believe that I'm saying this because I spent... Like, two seasons of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills making right. fun of Yolanda Hadid Foster Hadid. Right. Who c- claims that she had chronic Lyme disease and it, like, led to everything, to, like, depression, to, like, her divorce, to, yeah. like, gaining weight, to, I, like...
1: I feel like it has this, like, reputation on uh, reality TV, going all the way back to Irene in Seattle. That's right. Um, of... Like she the was the original. Yeah, yeah, like it, like using Lyme disease to like excuse your bad behavior. Um, because it was like, they, remember, like after she left and Steven smacked her in the face. This is a reality show that's like literally twenty years. You old. have to
2: be like elderly to remember. You this. have to
1: be like exactly our age. Yeah. Um, but after he smacked her, um, they had that like specialist come in to like teach the rest of the cast of the Real World about. Lyme disease oh
2: I don't even think I saw that and
1: they were like does it make you act like a jerk and the doctor was like it doesn't make you act like a jerk it makes you act like the complete opposite of what's really in your heart and they were like I see
2: Whoa. because <laughs> like if I remember Irene she was a lot she was like I mean not to say that like Stephen was horrible for slapping her
1: and he threw a teddy bear in the ocean in the bay
2: oh he really gave because she outed him on live TV though she or not outed live him. TV but
1: on, on TV. TV, and this is
2: the '90s when outing someone was like—I mean, they were both sort of. I in mean, the wrong. outing
1: someone is like one of the worst things. It's you really do. bad. But I'll also say that for—I i don't know if this says something bad about me or the time or whatever—but I didn't think that she was actually outing him. I thought she was just like saying you're gay, but he wasn't.
2: Well, he claims that he was just not publicly out. I—I I was. I mean,
1: obviously, like. She, he must have been out to people he knew because yeah, she knew.
2: She knew, yeah. Yeah, no, it yeah. sort of fucked up. Anyway, no one should be slapped. Uh, or outed. outed. Or Someone outed. is like
1: one of the, is like, it's all really bad. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> but she, so she blamed her chronic Lyme disease. And that that's, I think that's the thing with chronic Lyme disease is like, the symptoms are so varied and so, there's so many of them that like, you do sound like a crazy person when you're saying, oh, I have brain fog. I have joint pain, I can't sleep, I'm constipated. Like, it's, like, everything at once. Those
1: things are also, like, symptoms of so many things. So, like, it's weird that it would be from this one disease that just, like, causes these, like, symptoms that are also symptoms of, like, other, like, and more serious things. Because I don't think that Lyme disease, like, kill can kill you or something.
2: I don't think so. But, and I guess I was also confused. So, like, these doctors were saying... There is some, like this bacteria, this bacteria that ticks pass into your body when they bite you are present in people that claim they have Lyme disease. But if that was the case, wouldn't there not be any controversy on whether it was real or not?
1: Well, I don't think there is really. Is there controversy really? I mean, I thought that it was real.
2: Well, acute Lyme disease, everyone, like when you first get bit by a tick, but even the first doctor... Who I thought was like the most normal out of all the doctors. Yeah, okay. Oh they really started with like, oh, okay, goop is uh in like the mainstream medical. Yeah, that field.
1: the first one kind of gave me chills, but then she, then she went, went. Oh off my god. Way.
2: So but even <laughs> or he Or
1: he or whatever. Even he
2: says this yeah. is Dr. Amiram Katz. Yeah. Um says uh there's no debate about defining acute Lyme infection, chronic Lyme de- Disease is more complicated. The majority of the medical community denies the existence of chronic Lyme disease.
1: Well, then I deny it too. I think that um that's probably true.
2: I, yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, but like, cause okay, and also like, I know that uh, autoimmune diseases are more prevalent in women, and there's a long history of like women not being taken seriously by their yeah, doctors. Yeah, that's really true. But and then that
1: still happens. But when too. it's
2: Irene, Yolanda Hadid, Foster Hadid. And Allie Hilfiger... It's like... like, these are some crazy people. Right. So, I don't know. I don't know. Jury's out still.
1: Jury's still out. Well, I yeah. But it isn't... I won't go see a male doctor. I won't do it. Because I've had too many bad experiences. Yeah. When you are a woman and you tell a male doctor, these are my problems, they just straight up, like, laugh in your face. They Ugh. do not believe you. Like, they won't give you the medication you need because they say, like, you don't really need That's it. That's
2: horrible. My, my doctor... I mean, he's a man, I'm a man, we get each other, he yeah. gives me whatever the fuck I want.
1: Yeah, I go to women, and they always, like, treat me.
2: Um, Alright, so, okay. this is might be a little complicated to do best, worst, because most of it is about Lyme disease. I have a best word. Alright, let's everything. do it, me too. What's your best?
1: The Vomit Shaman.
2: <laughs> Wait, I don't even know if I read that. <laughs>
1: okay, so, this was one of the Lyme, so, there, I was calling it, like, the Lyme sex test. It was, like, six... Articles devoted to Lyme disease in this article. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. The Lyme sextet.
1: And there, the most insane one I would say was this. Like, oh god, I don't have it in front of me, and I don't know what it was called. But it was like out. It, he practiced some weird kind of medicine that started with an A, and he had a protocol that started with a P. <laughs> Do uh, you know what I wait, mean? Wait, ACMOS
2: Energy Balancing—the the, uh, the one was, that's why there is no one size fits all approach. No, to no, Lyme no, 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 oh. no. it
1: was like the holistic protocol. It was like a protocol. Okay. So there's this guy and he does this like weird kind of medicine. I'm going to look it up as I'm explaining Oh, the Ayurvedic one? Ayurvedic. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: That's the one that I honestly didn't see until it was too late. So I didn't even read it.
1: Oh, Ryan. It yeah. was the... Ryan. It was the best thing that's ever happened to Goop, uh, okay. me, you, anybody. Oh, I, okay, okay. So he me. does... Wait. Ayurvedic. What is it called?
2: Ayurvedic a- is like an ancient Indian type of holistic medicine where like you are basically like you're either told that you're sort of a hot person or a cold person and then you have like you have like herbs to 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 sort of get you balanced i and think that's they, what it is. have they
1: talked about it on goop before yeah they
2: talk about it all the time uh, they do? Yeah, that's like what ashwagandha and like all those stuff is is oh, from Ayurvedic is just arabetic. the classic uh Indian type it's of like medicine. It's like the type
1: of medicine that has that like yeah. ashwagandha and stuff. Okay, cuz like from the picture it looked like they were going to be like doing like ashwaganders. Like some it looks like it's like um a picture of like supplements or something. Yeah. But then here they're like what do you do with it? And he was like, "Oh, like I have like these three like things that I do and um, or like six things that I do and he's like going down the list and there's like um, I like I'll watch you throw up like you throw up like controlled vomiting like under my supervision and then like (laughs) bloodletting. Wow. It was so awful. Oh the yeah, rails. I see
2: uh snohana eternal internal and external oiling of the body. Yeah. Swidana, which is sweat therapies, yeah. virishana, laxative therapy, oh boy. Yeah. For nysia, nasal irrigation with herbal oils. Yeah. Basti, herbalized enemas. Wait, how's that different from I guess that's different.
1: You get an enema and
2: a laxative, yeah. And vamana, vamana Physician supervised controlled vomiting yeah. and r- ractamoncasa is removal of small quantities of blood.
0: Yeah, That's totally insane. insane.
1: Yeah, it's called panchakarma, panchakarma for pancha line an Ayurvedic approach to chronic disease and so they do all this insane shit so because like they talk about Lyme disease and then they're like what are all the different ways so they talk to like the real MD who's insane they talk to this guy then there's another person who's like also kind of insane then there's like a very good checklist for like how to avoid Lyme yeah but um it, like, it really covers all your bases it covers all your bases but literally everything in it is insane
2: I wonder if this is sort of what they're going to do going forward with like health stuff is to be like we're not just going to say one crazy thing. We're going to say all the crazy things and then they can't yeah, fault they us can't. because we l- literally are like They're fair and
1: balanced. Yeah, fair
2: and balanced. Yeah. Many sides. Yeah, many, many sides. sides. <laughs> <laughs> um oh man. So okay, so my my best was like the first doctor just because it really he did seem like if I was to go to any doctor about chronic Lyme disease, this was the one That's that the one I, go to. I would go to. Um, and even he, like even he as like the most traditional sort of MD is like, this is not psychosomatic, but like it's, there's a mental and a physical component to this. Yeah. Um, and he says like, um, you know, he does treat you with antibiotics, which is like a very Western idea, but there's also emotional support. And it actually like made me sort of think that chronic Lyme disease could, could possibly be real
1: um but also wasn't he the one who was like usually traditional doctors that you get bit by a tick you go in with your symptoms they'll wait a few weeks to do a blood test for it to show up and then start an antibiotics He was like me if you come in you've been bit by a tick and you have I'm symptoms be- you start the antibiotics right away yeah which, <laughs> which i is like-
2: i think that because that, it's only for three days so it's, it's like, not going to kill you for three days. It's of antibiotics. not going to kill
1: you, but like it's definitely not good to like overprescribe antibiotics. That's like the worst thing that the medical industry I does. Yes,
2: but if I was bit by a tick, I would be freaking out, and I would want those antibiotics right away. Yeah,
1: but like that doesn't mean that you should have them. No, that's I true. mean, like you should have them when you need them.
2: <laughs> I yeah, I just feel like for th- three like, days it seems like it's not going to be that bad.
1: Uh, it's so funny. I think it's like totally crazy.
2: Um. Okay, what was your worst?
1: Okay, my worst was going back to Monday, the How to Wear Denim. There was this Madewell denim trench.
2: Okay. Oh, yeah, a, I saw It was that. a fashion thing. Yeah, yeah. So
1: I know for a fact that I'm going to eat my words about this. <laughs> because for the longest time, I was looking at Goop. Every picture I saw on Goop was some ruffly shirt. And I was calling them the vagina shirts, remember? Yes. This was, I don't think this ever made it to a podcast.
2: <laughs> this was all of our pre... Our
1: pre- like our practice. Our
2: practice podcast. But
1: they looked like every... like sleeve looked like a labia like in every goop I got there was one labia sleeve shirt and I was like oh god they're so crazy blah 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 okay come to summer 2017 vagina shirt vagina shirt vagina shirt everybody's got them they look great ruffles on everything I'm like wow these women look incredible I'm still not gonna wear it but I appreciate looking at it like okay this is the world we live in mark my words come fall of 2017 it's gonna be if it's in goop that denim trench will be everywhere and it'll be looking fantastic. That's what I think will probably happen. Yeah. But for me just now, just taking a look at it, I'm thinking that's ugly. And I, I love Madewell. All my jeans are from Madewell and like all my clothes are from Madewell. Denim
2: trench is, that does sound crazy.
1: It was like just to, I mean, just imagine a trench coat made of denim. It's just like denim. a jean
2: jacket, but a trench coat.
1: And as I'm describing it now, I want it.
2: And it was made well. So it was, it's, Expensive, but not crazy.
1: Yeah, so I don't know what it is, but my guess for Madewell would be what, like hundred and fifty bucks oh, yeah. or something, two hundred bucks.
2: Um, I
1: don't know exactly.
2: You'll have that on by October. I
1: will own it by October. <laughs> I will own it in two weeks. But I'm just saying, right now, it's my worst. But next week, my best. Or thing I would buy. Totally. <laughs> okay. What about you?
2: Uh, my worst was like the one article that was not about Lyme disease. Um, it was something specific from. It was this article called "Moving On from an Imperfect Childhood." And oh God! so I, I almost want to say this was a repeat. It sounded very familiar to me.
1: I thought it was a slap in the face. But it was
2: like, it was basically like, yeah, not everyone's parents are great. Like, you have to sort of let it go. Don't expect apologies for how you were raised. And then, like, try not to sort of repeat the cycle with your own kids. Which, you know, is, is good advice. But there was one specific, like, specific example towards the end where I was like, no, you need to, like say something different. So this is, I guess a client of this doctor said that she had a story with her daughter and the daughter was going to a school dance. And the the kid, I guess probably in, I would say junior high or something, um, just asks, how should I be at the dance? And like, that is like a... For I don't know, a teenage girl going to her first dance, like it's a vulnerable position to be in and you want to ask your mom advice. So the, the mom immediately, like her sort of jerk reaction is to say, be nice, but don't be too nice and keep reapplying the lip gloss I gave you,
1: Mm. which is like,
2: I don't know, I guess sort of superficial.
1: I think it's better than, I think it's, but it. I think it's correct.
2: Yeah, it's like seems like practical advice you could nice, give to your daughter. but don't be
1: too nice and keep putting on your lip gloss.
2: Uh, then she felt so bad after she said that, uh, she literally like stopped the car and says, Can I do a mommy do-over?
1: Which I guarantee you didn't Ew. happen. And then
2: she's like, ask me the question again. And then the girl had to be like, uh, how should I be at the dance? And then the mom just says, be yourself, because you are so wonderful exactly the way you are. And I'd be like, bitch, give me some advice.
1: You, the first time was when you got the advice. Yeah. Because it's like, if you're yourself, you'll still be yourself if you're remembering to put on your fucking lip gloss yeah. and you're being, I mean, nice, but not too nice. That's kind of vague too. It, but like... It is I,
2: like a little, like, girls should be like... Yeah. Whatever. Like, it's not the most, like, feminist advice. But for a middle but school it, dance, it's probably good.
1: I don't even really... I don't totally get it. But it's like, what is... So now she's going to go and be mean or she's going to be too nice and she's never going to put her lip gloss on? Yeah. What does that mean?
2: It just seemed like if you... And again, we are not parents. I don't judge any parents because it's a fucking hard job, and I would be terrible at it. But like, hopefully,
1: I would be so good at it.
2: I bet you would. I don't. (laughs) Hopefully, throughout your child's life, you're constantly telling them you're great the way you are. I love you. Like, be yourself. Blah blah blah. Like, that's the baseline. So when your daughter asks you a specific piece of advice for a school dance, give it to them, and don't be afraid to give them some advice. Be
1: yourself is the worst advice you could ever give anybody because it's like, you're always being yourself. What does that even mean? They mean like, give me some like parameters. Like what is the social compact here? Like in this situation, like I've never been to a dance before. Like what the hell do I do? Yeah. Do
2: I ask someone, do I just stand by the side? Like what do I, like what, how, how do I dance? Like do I, do I, am I really close with the person? Am I weird? Like it is like, I mean, granted, like, you figure that shit out after a few dances.
1: I mean, you kind of have to learn it on your own like, all this stuff, but yeah. But
2: I don't know. I feel like when parents tell their kids to be themselves, what they really mean is be confident. Yeah. And that's not the same thing. And like, you can't just. Because
1: me, myself, I'm sitting in a corner reading a goop on my phone while everybody else dances, which is what I do, like, at weddings. Yeah, totally. (laughs) So, which is, like, my version of a dance. Yeah, being
2: myself, I wouldn't go to the fucking dance in the first place. Being
1: myself, i like, quietly getting drunk in the corner. Oh,
2: my God, yeah.
1: I mean, I don't know. Is that good?
2: Uh, but, like, I don't know. If you're saying be yourself, say, uh, here are some tools to help you with your confidence.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then that was why I said it was a slap in the face, because they were like, here's a tool... And I was like, "Here we go, Barry and Phil back in action." It wasn't Barry and Phil, and there were no tool. There wasn't a tool. No. I mean, when I said, when I hear that there's going to be a tool, I'm looking for like a a bordered outline where there's a series of things for me to visualize written yeah. by fucking Barry and Phil. You one can't Jew, one non Jew, with maybe a, have sex with each love other. <laughs> Possibly divorce. Yeah, I don't know. Nobody knows.
2: And like a visualization of like a dragon that's like eating my insecurity. Yeah, that's exactly. What that's
1: what I want. And if it's not that, then it's not mm-hmm. a tool.
2: Yep. So get your act together, parents. Come on. Be yourself. Give me a break.
1: Don't be yourself, girl.
2: Um, what was your craziest? My crazy.
1: I kind of blew my load with the craziest. Yeah. <laughs> it was like all the Lyme disease yeah, articles because I mean so many. it was overwhelming how much Lyme disease stuff was in this and but if I had to pick one that I would say was just very crazy I did really enjoy the list of how to prevent Lyme disease oh yeah the the Lyme disease preparedness like checklist or something and it was just like check your family check your pets check yourself every day like look all look in all these places on your body um don't let your pets on the on the furniture, like put cedar wood down between your lawn and the woods. And I was just like imagining some woman like reading goop and then being like, I've got to get out there and just like laying pebbles down outside of her like lawn. It
2: was so insane. Like I get it. Like Lyme disease sucks. You can't live your whole life
1: in fear. In fear
2: of it. Yeah. I
1: mean, it was like a major life overhaul to like avoid getting Lyme disease, which is, I don't know. I'm just not something I'm really afraid of. Um, it was
2: cute. God, I yeah, I, I I'm not sure if this was the same. They all were sort of similar. The craziest one I had was the one that was why there is no one size fits all approach to I treating may Lyme disease. I have not
1: really read that one. This
2: one is another doc. So this is Doctor Zulk S Z U L C. Oh, I skimmed that one. Um, so he was just like way more out there than the first doctor. Um, so basically, this was the one that was like if all the regular things your regular doctors are telling you to do don't work here's this is like a true yolanda style yeah. what to do like cuz it talks about um uh so the first step is like oral and intravenous methods of detox and drainage oh yeah this was crazy yeah. um so you you like drain yourself uh there's um something called ACMOS Energy Balancing, which is an advanced system out of France that combines elements of acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine. There's sound wave therapy. There's color therapy. Uh, ultraviolet blood irrida- irradiation. Ozone therapy. Uh, air energy, which is another oxygen therapy. Biomagnetic therapy. And so these things would cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, really? Um, Because, like, the f- the first guy, he does say, like... I'm up to have you try anything as long as it doesn't harm your body or your pocket po- pocketbook. Yeah. So he's, like, not into giving people insanely expensive treatments. But this guy has no such qualms yeah. about making you, like... Like, this... I mean, these are millionaires who go into debt because of all this shit. Really? I mean, I assume.
1: Um oh my god and then he goes
2: into quantum science and whenever anyone just says quantum physics or quantum science i know that they're full of shit yeah because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about no. they're not stephen hawking and, I don't and we're not it either anyway. yeah you don't I think believe it's, it no you're a newtonian you're like if i don't see that apple hit my head it doesn't exist <laughs> yeah
1: basically i'm like all right go <laughs> whatever i don't know i mean because every well look i'm sure there some science exists in the world but like i don't know if somebody's like no there's science about it and like that's why you know you have energy and you or whatever i'm like i don't know what you're talking about
2: um oh i know (laughs) and then of course at the end of this guy they ask him about like uh what's important like diet wise oh god and then he's just like boring he's just like uh we we need to eat foods that are alkalizing and that pathogens cannot survive and then it's just the greatest hits leafy greens and vegetables nuts Mm -hmm. seeds legumes whole grains and fruit you don't say yeah uh Organic, non-GMO. What fucking GMO would have to do with preventing Lyme disease? I have no, no fucking idea. idea. Um, and unadulterated produce. It's like just so vague. Yeah. And then you know, would Dr. Gundry approve of all those that quinoa and amaranth and brown rice? Well,
1: they're pre- they're presenting all sides. Yeah, that's Look, true. No. Many she- sides. Dr. And I don't
2: see anything about nightshades. Can we have our beloved well, tomatoes? Well, I guess
1: you can have your you can you. Your beloved tomatoes won't cause you to have Lyme disease, but it will cause you to have, like, leaky gut. Sure. So that's another yeah. problem. Oof. Yeah.
2: So, guys, the really the moral of the story is don't live in fucking Connecticut. And if you do, yeah. don't go on a hike in long grass in the summer when it's humid. Don't
1: go in a... Yeah, don't go in the grass.
2: Like, live in an arid climate or hike in the winter.
1: Yeah, or just go for like a little stroll around the block. You don't even yeah. like going through the grass.
2: Jesus Christ, guys. Um, all right, what would you try?
1: Um, I would try the May Lindstrom face powder. From, that looked good. It looked so good. Okay, the, in the Ask Jean, there was like this. Um, Acne face powder, which like I don't really have. I mean, I get acne sometimes. Everybody does. Everybody gets a get, pimple, like gets a pimple like, here yeah. and there. I'm not like I don't think it's like a huge deal for me. But, um but I would just like really want it. It's like this black or like dark brown, like earth color uh, powder. You mix with a little bit of water, and then you brush it on your face. And you, like, let it set for however long. It like 45 it's like a face minutes mask. Yeah, it's like yeah. a mask for but acne. It, but it's like uh, it's like a mask for acne, which doesn't sound as exciting. But <laughs> when she writes about it, you're like, oh my god, I have to have it. And it's like, also, like, I like that it's a powder that you mix yourself and you, like, paint it on with a brush. It
2: sounded so luxurious. And, like, I liked her point that, like, a lot of times for acne treatment, you're told to, like, just let it be. Don't do anything. Yeah. But, like, a type A Woman or man who like wants perfection, they're not able to do that. So this actually, you're like mixing the powder, you're brushing it, you're like it makes you feel like you're doing something about yeah. it. And I think she was just like psychologically, that feels good.
1: She's a genius. She really knows what she's talking she's about. She's the best writer ever. <laughs> she really ever is. <laughs>
2: it's like Jane Austen, Herman Melville, yeah, Jean Godfrey, June Godfrey, Jean, June Jean yeah. Godfrey, June. Jean.
1: Jean
2: Godfrey, Jean. Uh, Jean. Yeah. So wait, I had like another one, but I don't. I didn't write down. Okay. So my I guess my thing I would try was from... Oh, yeah. So this was another... I think this might have been from the checklist or like the other alternative ways to combat Lyme disease. They talked about CBD oil.
1: Yeah, that's weed.
2: Yeah. Have you tried that? CBD oil?
1: No. I tried like a low, low THC, THC. yeah, Like an it, edible? It was like a cigarette. Oh, okay. It was like a fancy cigarette. Oh. Yeah. Because
2: I... I mean, neither of us are big pot people. I hate it. Uh, every once in a while I'll do a little edible, but I'm very sensitive to it. And I don't really like the feeling of THC. Uh, but this is like CBD, which is, I guess the other sort of active ingredient in weed. Um, and it's in an oil and it's supposed to help with anxiety, insomnia, pain. So yeah, I would try it. I think I did try like an edible once and I don't think it did anything, but
1: the CBD? Yeah, the CBD. I also don't believe in that because when I... Well, when I did that low THC thing, I was, like, so high. Oh, really? I always, like, didn't feel like I was, like... I would have, And I wasn't expecting it. Huh. But maybe that's just because I have, like, no tolerance for that stuff and I'm, like, very... I don't smoke weed ever, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it like, made me crazy.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I feel like I tried it once and I couldn't feel anything. Um... But, I don't know, it sounds interesting and, you know, fun. if someone offers me any sort of drug, I'll try it. Yeah, you'll take
1: any <laughs> drug anybody offers you I, not
2: me. Um, and we went over what we would buy, right?
1: No. Oh, wait, okay. I, I said oh, the no.
2: magazine. What, what are you, what would you oh, say? Oh, yeah. yeah, oh,
1: I would do those Nikes.
2: Those looked great.
1: Um, yeah, so there was a good article we didn't talk about that was, like, what to wear on the West Coast. They were, like, when we talk about the West Coast, we act like it's all the same, but they're different. They did LA, San Francisco, oh, yeah. and, like, Portland or something. Oh, yeah, and
2: I have to shout out, my cousin's restaurant, Little Bird, made it to the Portland that's list. That's
1: really cool. Uh, like,
2: it was, I think, the only restaurant that they listed for Portland was, uh, that's
1: very yeah, high, 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 He's
2: been in Bon Appetit. He's won James Beard Awards, but I'm sure his biggest, but, uh, to be in Goop is like another level. That is
1: another, I yeah, mean, yeah. to me, that's yeah. like <laughs> top of the line. Um, but in LA, they were like, just wear these white Nikes with jeans and a sweater in the fall. And I was like, hey, guess what? I will, bitch. Sure. I want those Nikes. I want those Nikes. I want to get a couple of fucking sweaters. I already have all my Maybell jeans. I'm done.
2: The glasses were cute, too.
1: The glasses were cute. I'm not um, going to get them. But I would... I probably... I think I might get those Nikes.
2: Yeah, I like those Nikes. They're I only need
1: $100. Like, I know, which
2: is such a good deal for Goop.
1: And also that face powder was $100. And I was like, which will I get? <laughs> $100, probably the shoes.
2: Um, I do have to say the San Francisco list was like... These people obviously have never hung out in San Francisco before. Because yeah. it, people literally only wear like sweatshirts in San Francisco.
1: Oh really? But I thought people there were like dressed fancy. No. Oh.
2: Uh I mean maybe I'm not hanging out at the right places but it's, it's like
1: cash city. It's super cash, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's like
2: REI like parkas. I. And like, yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah.
2: They have more money than any of us, so. I know. Um All right. I guess that's it. Okay. Yeah, definitely is it, actually, because no one gave us a review this week. So, it's all right. It's been a tough week.
1: It's been, like, the worst week that ever... It's
2: been a really bad week. It's been another
1: bad week. Another series of bad weeks.
2: I mean, in between your volunteering and donating to Hurricane Relief and resisting, if you have a few minutes to spare, write us a review.
1: Give us a four. Five stars. Five, sorry. Yeah. Oh, please, five. I forgot how
2: many there were. Uh, yeah. And follow us on Instagram at Scoop Yourself, on Twitter at Goop Yourself Pod. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.